Welcome to Loisa Garden Podcast. I'm your host today. If you don't like it, then shoot your fucking mouth, you do nothing. You do fucking nothing. I took that other host and I smashed his little rat face into the canvas. Threw him a couple of elbows. And now the champ is here. You got the double champ running the show today. So settle in. One thing is for certain. I truly believe this will be an amazing show. And you're going to love it. The champ is here, baby. So let's start it off. Let's get into it. Bit of proper 12 to start the show, huh? It's episode 74 of Luisa Garden. Cheers, everybody. Ah, yeesh. Let me start off by admitting to you something. As Irish as I truly am, straight whiskey does not do it for me. Like, I can shoot it a little bit. I like it chilled. But it is definitely not a drink of choice for me. So, if we're going to be drinking whiskey on the show, we're going to add a little Pepsi to the mix. Because that is rough. Damn. Try not to spill it on my computer. Ooh, that's going to be a lot better. Now, you didn't actually think that I wasn't going to do a show like Conor, dressed as Conor McGregor, did you? Last week was Halloween episode. I didn't dress up in my actual costume. But of course, how could I let the fans down? I had to dress up. So today, I am Connor McCrager. And if you don't get that, you might be an idiot. I'm not explaining it. Oh yeah, that is much better. I cannot do straight whiskey. I gotta have it mixed with something. And honestly, Coke, bullshit mixer. Coke, if you don't know me by now, I will tell you this. Coke sucks. Pepsi is always the way to go. It's way sweeter. Crisp. It's got that crisp. I'll tell you what about Coke. Coke always tastes flat. You know? You fucking know what I'm saying? This is why I didn't do Connor last week. Because I knew I was going to do the the accent. And it is what it is. So you're going to have to get used to it today. I'm Conor McGregor today, baby. Um, God, I will tell you, I dig this outfit. Like, walking, going out on Halloween. First off, let me just talk about that. Halloween night, what a blast! Went out to Beth and uh, Jake's house. They always put on a, a great party. Yeah, time. Man, time is such a bitch. I really wish there was just more time in the day. 
because I wanted to spend more time out there. I wanted to spend more time downtown, and we just couldn't we couldn't get the best of both worlds. So I I split up the time. Went out there for a little while. A blast. They had some uh, Halloween trivia, which I, not to toot my own horn, slayed at. Carried my team. But it was a lot of fun. Did that. We played some Pong. Had a few drinks. Just hung out. Everybody was awesomely dressed. And then um, went downtown. Had some fun there. And I tell you what, when I get into costume, I take on the persona of that character. I'm like a um, method actor. So as I'm wearing the costume, it's very hard for me to to not be that character in some ways. And I'll tell you what, was definitely a Connor character that night because almost got into a fight. Not like somebody was trying to start shit with me. So, I'm standing there. We're all kind of in a group. There's like a dance floor or whatever. We're kind of chilling on the outskirts of the dance floor. And I feel a splash on my leg. So, uh, obviously turned to see what's going on. Some guy had thrown a drink into a lady's face. Well, I'm immediately... I didn't really think to get involved. Because I'm just like, well... let. What's the situation? I don't know. I'm kind of watching things play out. This other girl gets up in the guy's face. He's all like, I don't know you. My business isn't with you. The The one girl who got the drink thrown in her face comes back. He throws another drink in her face. She's got like a, a straw sticking out of her eye. And that's when I'm like, okay, buddy. I've seen enough. So... I turn to put my belt down, and my buddy Jared's there, and he's like, Dakota, you're not you're not actually Connor. Don't get involved. Don't fight this. Don't try and get in a fight. And I, I mean, I don't know what it was if I just felt the, bar- the bravado of the outfit, but for real, like, that did piss me off. And it's probably for the best I didn't get. Uh, nothing happened. I didn't get involved, but I felt like it. That did irritate me to see that happen to that girl. But I take on the persona. That's just who I am. We had a fun night, Halloween night. It was a great time. Very much enjoyed it. And, um... God, yeah, just seeing pictures of me wearing this outfit. I am going to embrace this. This is this is a look I will wear regularly. Not regularly, but on occasion. If you think... If you're crazy enough to think that I'm not going to wear this to Vegas sometime... Or out one night in Vegas? You're nuts. Absolutely. I feel like a fucking baller in this. This will be my new alter ego. Connor McGregor. That's that's it. This is the alter ego. This is who I will be. Uh, on certain certain days of my choosing. It's it's decided. Cause who wants to fuck with this? Look at me. Who wants to fuck with this? For real. I feel like a fucking badass wearing this. And it's slick as... I don't know. It just... This is a nice suit. And and I'm very happy to say that I own this suit. And I can use this look at any time. I got this nice ass looking watch. 30 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, it's fake. No shit. 
Like I could afford that. But anyway, um, yeah, very much enjoyed the Halloween night. Oh, I also wanted to mention with the costume. So this is fucking an irritating situation. I got this belt, right? This little cheapy ass toy belt. It's a toy. Much like my uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin belt. Well, I had ordered that on eBay. And once I had gotten this outfit, the whole thing on, I decided that it just didn't look good enough with that belt. Like, the belt kind of dumbed it down a bit. So I ordered... A legitimate, like, adult-sized belt with buckles, and it's it was metal with leather. It wasn't, like, straight from the UFC store, but it was $100, you know? I, put some, I spent some money. Well, it never came. It, w- it was supposed to be here, like, four days before Halloween, never showed up. Every single day after, never showed up. There was no tracking number on the thing, so I couldn't even tell where it was. And it still hasn't shown up. So I already put in for a return. Hopefully they're just going to send it back. They won't even send it here. And I'll get my money back on that. That was annoying. Either way, I'm getting my money back. So, And you know what? The toy one actually worked out well. It didn't look terrible. So is what it is. Our show on actual Halloween... What a blast. That was a great show. Might have been one of our best. Uh, the America Event Center, we had a great time. I think it was the New West is the side we were on. The New Wild West. But that was a great time. The stage is a little small, but it totally is made up for in the light show. God, they have like a professional setup with the lights. They had a fog machine. And it looked so good with us all dressed up. I used the fake blood, and that looked amazing. I had this fake neck slit since, you know, I thought that would be clever since we're cutthroat to have this fake neck slit. Halfway through the show, it's flapping around, so I just tore it off. That didn't necessarily work out like I was hoping, but it's all good because I would have taken it off after the show anyway. Man, what a night. Kudos to everybody who came out. Thank you to everybody who came and showed support. Thank you to all the bands, and we were honored to open the show and set the tone for the night. Uh, We very much enjoyed that. We would love to be back at that venue. So, overall, a great weekend. Busy weekend, I should say. And, um, fuck. And then, okay, so then I got Dallas this weekend. This weekend. So, once this comes out, I will have already been to Dallas. So after that hectic weekend, now here's another thing. So after that show, I didn't get home till about 1230 because I stuck around to watch uh, Hemlock. I wanted to kind of rub elbows and be like, I don't know, just show support. Make sure they remember us for if they come through next time, they might ask us to play again. That would be great. Wanted to talk to a lot of the other bands. It was a good time. We were having a blast. Didn't get home till about... Uh, 1230 (laughs) broke my vice again and went and got Taco Bell didn't give a fuck earned it that night um probably didn't actually get to bed till about 130 because I had to shower I had all this fake blood on me got up the next day at seven o'clock to go to work 
very little sleep. But you know what? Here's a lesson in in that. Okay, this is the lesson I wanted to share in that. I could have gone into work late. I I stayed out late. I I went and did the band stuff. And I could have easily showed up to work late and even work late, got all my hours in or whatever. But here's the thing. The show, the music, all of that, that's my time. That's on my time. Work, that is an obligation I have to give my time to a business, right? So what I'm trying to say is even though you go out and do your thing, even if it is something that is, you know, kind of a like a band or whatever, it's it's an extracurricular thing that you're doing, that's on your time. That does not give you the excuse to go and fuck off at work and not put in your time at work because that is an obligation that I have to that place. It's not their problem that I went and did that, that I went and did the band stuff. So I stuck it out, got up early, went to work, and guess what? It paid off. I had plenty of work. I had good, easy work to do, filled out my hours, and I felt so accomplished for doing so. So when you do, like if I had not showed up, if I had showed up late for work, there's a good chance that that work I had received might not have been there. I might not have had as lucrative of a day. And it might have just ended up making me feel lazy for the day. It, as, a, as opposed to, I felt very accomplished. So, you have to know your priorities. And if, if things just so happen to run into each other, that's the sacrifice you make. You can sleep... You know, you can catch up on sleep anytime. I had a great night's sleep. And here's the thing. Here's the whole point of that. So I was dead tired. It was an exhausting weekend. Very busy. Fun weekend, I might add. But um, I got this Dallas trip coming up. And I'm not going to lie. On Monday, I'm exhausted. I'm at work. Just had this full weekend. And I'm like, Fuck me, dude. I got to turn around and do this all again next weekend. I got to go to Dallas. We're going to have a fun time. I'm very excited for it. But I just was like, God, I don't know if I'm even looking forward to this. I'm just so exhausted. But as the week has progressed, I am very much looking forward to that trip. Once you know, I got the rest in, and, and the closer we're getting to the trip, I'm very excited. Um... Going down there to see the Broncos play the Cowboys. Now, unlike the last trip I went on to watch a football game, I will be very transparent in this and say I don't really think we have a chance in this game. The Cowboys look very good. I don't know if Dak's playing. Whoever that backup that filled in for Dak last week, he looked pretty good. Um, I just don't know if we have what it takes to beat the Cowboys right now. Nonetheless, I am very excited to go see the game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've been wanting to see that stadium for a long time, so that's going to be a blast. I get to hang out with Powell for the weekend. Um, Saturday is when I leave. I'm going to get in on Saturday, and we're going to go check into our uh, Airbnb. 
We're literally staying three blocks from where Kennedy got his head blown off. We're right by Dealey Plaza, so we might have to go check that out. I'm not going to... See, here's the thing. I don't really plan on doing the touristy stuff on this trip. I've never been to Dallas. I don't really plan on... It kind of sounds lame and a little bit weird to say... I mean, we're kind of just going to bar hop. We're kind of just going to chill downtown. I don't really know what downtown Dallas is like. We're kind of just going to chill, bar hop a little bit. I'm not doing the sightseeing thing. I don't really care about that stuff. That's not my thing. The trip is for the game. That's the main thing. Saturday, we're going to go watch the UFC fights. There's a big UFC fight this weekend, which, of course, I will talk about. Um, Fuck it. Let me just talk about it. Well... No, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. We're going to watch the UFC fight on Saturday. And then we're going to go to the game on Sunday. And then probably just watch football the rest of the day. We might just go bar hopping. I don't really think there's much planned. And then I'm back on Monday. It's a short trip. And I just want it to be a chill trip, you know? Like, I've spent a lot of money the last couple weeks. Shut up. I've spent a lot of money the last couple weeks. And I just want to chill a little bit. Hang out with my buddy Pal. We're going to have a good time. And, you know, the whole point of the trip is the game. That's what we're going down there for. That's what we're going to do. And it seems lame to be like, oh, we're just going to bar hop basically what I could do here. But it's in Dallas. I think it's going to be fun. Who knows? We're just going pl- to wing it. We're going to wing it this weekend. And I'll report back. Let you know how it goes. Uh, the UFC fights. Let's talk about that. First off, the last fights were amazing. I guessed them all right, except for Jan. I thought Jan Blachowicz was going to win. That was kind of a dumb thing to think of because, you know, Glover Teixeira, he is a jiu-jitsu practitioner. By the way, how could I not talk UFC dressed like Conor? That fucking, those fucking fighters, they're all a bunch of fucking fools, I tell you. I fucking beat the shit out of all of them. I beat that ass on the double champ. Any one of these mounty fools. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, Piotr Jan won the interim title. I thought that was probably going to happen. I had guessed correctly on basically every fight except Jan Blakovich. So we'll see where that, I mean, that is that. I don't really know how the future shakes out and all that. Hamzat Shamayev with another big victory. I'm sure he'll boost into the rankings now and we'll see what happens with him as far. I he, I think he needs at least one or two more fights before a title shot. He is a hot name though. Anyway, on to this upcoming card. I only want to talk about the three main ones because that's what I care about. So you have Justin Gaethje versus uh, Michael Chandler. I got Justin Gaethje taking that one. He's a Colorado boy. I mean, he's a Trevor Whitman guy. Here's the thing. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm taking the Trevor Whitman parlay. I got Gaethje winning. I got Rose winning. And I got Kamaru Usman winning. So, I don't know how much I'm going to put down on it. We'll see. I was thinking 30. Um on the parlay because three is my lucky number we got three Trevor Whitman fighters a parlay we'll see what happens man that's who I got 
Uh, Justin Gaethje on Michael Chandler. I think that's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a brawl. There's two of the best stand-up fighters in the game. But I'd beat the fucking shit out of both of them. Um, so I got those guys. And then we got um, Rose Namajunas versus uh, Zhang Weili. Zhang Weili changed camps. So that could be... I don't know if that's going to be a positive or a negative. I would say it's a negative. Usually when that happens, it tends to be a negative. It, besides the case of uh, Kamar Usman going to Trevor Whitman. It's often the case. Let's put it that way. So, um, and I like Rose, man. I just think she's, there's something about her. I, I swear to God, Rose Namajunas is my favorite female fighter in all of MMA. I love her. And I can't root against her. So I hope she retains the title. That could be a very good fight as well, though. They're all kind of nerve-wracking, honestly. Um, Usman versus Covington. I do think Covington poses the biggest threat to Usman. He also changed camps. And after watching the first fight, I thought it was a lot closer than I had remembered. Usman did get tagged a couple times. He looked like he it was probably the worst he had been in a fight as far as like the closest he'd come to losing or getting rocked. But the thing is Usman has gotten so much better. And I don't know that Covington has gotten better. I'm I, even if he has, I don't think he's better than Usman. I've said it before and I'll say it again, I'll never bet against Usman. And he's also, you know, in that last fight, he he was the better man. He did not get worn down by Colby. I thought I thought it was closer than it was, and I don't think it was. I thought Usman had that fight clearly. Even if it went to decision, Usman would have won that fight. So that's my thoughts. I think out of the three, the closest one or the one that I could be wrong on is Gaethje Chandler. That's the one I have the biggest worries about as far as uh, my picks. So. We shall see. I think they're all going to be close fights. It, it's it's a it's a nerve wracking bet. I'll admit that. But you know what? It makes it a lot funner. We found this really cool bar that hopefully we can go to. It's like this outdoor patio bar, and I it's it sounds like it's just a big bar, and they're showing the fights apparently. So um yeah, I'm hoping that's something we can do. Um and then we got the game. You know, uh, Cowboys Broncos. I. I've always hated the Cowboys, always, but I'm excited to see their stadium, and I'm going to be a respectful road fan. I always, when I go to Denver, I always expect to be a gracious host at our home. I don't expect, I, I, I would hope that fans who come to our stadium don't act belligerent, they're not assholes, they're not, you know, and I would never do that on the road. You got to respect your opponent's home. I've never been mouthy when it comes to like, you know, if I'm at home, I'll talk shit. But at a game, you know, especially with as many fights have been happening at at NFL games every week it seems like. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to try and get involved in any confrontation. I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to enjoy my time. Hopefully, now here's the thing. Hopefully, the Broncos come out with a win. That would be amazing. I would very much enjoy that. 
Um, I have seen the Broncos on the road twice, and I'm 2-0 and on the road. So let's make it 3-0, and huh? Let's get the upset. That would be awesome. And then, uh, okay. And of course, of course, I have to talk about this. This week, the Broncos traded Von Miller to the Los Angeles Rams. And I will briefly give my opinion on that. First of all, obviously upsetting to see Vaughn go. He has been our franchise player for the last eight years. You know, he's been with us for, I think, 10. Well, we drafted him in 2011. So, yeah, 10 years he's been with us. Um, he's basically been our the face of the franchise ever since then. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. He is the sack leader in Denver. My opinion, I think we should retire the 58 jersey. I think he will 100% certainly be in the Broncos Ring of Fame one day. I think he will be in the NFL Hall of Fame one day. Um, and of course, I'm just very, very sad to see him go. That's been our guy. But, in light of all that, it all makes sense. And I am okay with it. First of all, he gets to go to a team that is a contender. They are very much in the Super Bowl running. So he gets a chance to improve his legacy, get himself another ring. And, you know, so he got put into a situation where he can succeed in. He's on a defense that is very, very good, very proven. So I am very happy for him for that. I am glad he got to get sent to a team where he can thrive, add to his legacy. We already know he's always going to be a Bronco. There's no doubt about that. He will forever be linked to the Broncos organization. Age is catching up to him. His numbers are are fault you know he's not the player he once was and I think that's fair to say he's still great don't get me wrong he's still a great player a great teammate but he's not the factor he was he needs to be on a team that can help carry the load where he can be a part of it he can't be all the defense like he was with Denver as far as like the the pass rush so for that I am glad to see him go to a contender with the ability to compete and, and earn another championship. I will root for him no matter what. And I'm also glad he didn't go to a team that I absolutely despise. Thank God. In return, we got a second and third round pick. Are you fucking kidding me? That is amazing. For a, a guy who's, you know, an, an aged defender who his numbers are not the same as they once were, his value is not as high as it once was, to get a second and third round pick for him, that is high value. So we get to add to our future in this upcoming draft. Hopefully we can add a quarterback in the offseason, one that will be a franchise quarterback or one that can at least carry us to a Super Bowl or to the playoffs. Sorry, Teddy. It doesn't seem like you're that guy. And I love Teddy. But um, we can add to the future with those picks. We um, 
And you know what? Vaughn could always come back. That's another thing. It's not over. Like, Vaughn could always come back. That's not off the table. So we will see. All I want to say is thank you, Vaughn, for everything. Thank you for being the player that you have been for us. Thank you for being the franchise player that we always needed. And and you deserve everything that you've gotten. You deserve that Super Bowl ring. You deserve that Super Bowl MVP. And we will forever be grateful to you for that. So a mile-high salute to my guy, Von Miller, one of my all-time favorite Broncos to ever wear the uniform, and one of the greatest to ever do so. Cheers, my brother. Um, also, though, in other football news, I would be remiss to not talk about this Henry Ruggs situation. Boy, oh boy, did his career sure crash and burn too soon? I thought it was a good one. Um, all jokes aside, uh, horrible situation. Absolutely horrible. Uh, I very much feel for the girl who lost her life. 23 years old, so young. If you don't know the story, Henry Ruggs, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, um, crashed his car and killed a woman at like 3 a.m. in Vegas. He under the influence. He was twice over the legal limit. He was dri- he was apparently driving 150 miles an hour. The the scene was crazy. The woman's car was ablaze. And yeah, it's just a very sad situation. Sad to see not only her lose her life, of course. Condolences to her and her or to her family for sure. But this young, talented receiver, man, his he's done. He's done. His life is ruined. Um twenty two years old, man. Twenty two years old. He will not, I mean, he will 100% be seeing jail time. There's no doubt about that. And his career in the NFL is done. Like, that's just it. It's done. You're 22 years old, man. A fucking... A future star, potentially. And it's like... It's gone. You know? Like, that's... It's... It's... It's very sad to see. Um, Fucking what a year for the Raiders. Am I... You know, they were looking so good for a while there. I mean, yeah, they're still the leaders in the division, but you lost your coach. You just lost your star wide receiver, your future wide receiver in a freak situation. You know, I mean, obviously the moral of the story here, don't drink and drive. And if anybody should listen to that, it's me. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not one to be heavily intoxicated and get behind the wheel. I am, however, one who will have a couple drinks and drive from time to time. Not all the time, time to time. It's stupid. You shouldn't do it. The lesson learned here, don't fucking do that. Would you rather pay for an Uber, you know, 20 bucks for an Uber, or pay 20 years of your life in a prison and countless fines? Hell, even if you get pulled over for a DUI, the fine alone is worth way more than any Uber ride you'll ever take in your life. Don't drink and drive, people. 
That is the moral of the story. Just very sad situation to see this kid lose his life. And you know what? I hate to be I hate to be that guy to say this. But it was only a matter of time. The Raiders moving to Vegas. I knew this was I saw this coming years ago when they announced that the Raiders were going to Vegas. Of all the teams to go to Vegas anyway, the Raiders, one of the most like what do you what, contra, you know uh, constantly in trouble teams i i guess you would put it like th- them going to vegas any team in vegas man that's you're just asking for trouble it's a party city and you put the raiders there something like this was bound to happen and i promise you this will not be the last time that you see a raiders player in trouble in vegas players get in trouble Everywhere. You put a team in Vegas, oh boy, buddy, you are asking for trouble. Um, and this time it unfortunately had to be Henry Ruggs, a very young, talented receiver who is 100% done. His career is over, and it's very sad to see. And the Broncos were thinking about taking him. Like that. That's what's crazy about that too. Think about the fact that, okay, life could either go one of two ways. You know, he could have got drafted anywhere else. I'm not going to specifically say Denver, but he could have got drafted anywhere else. And it's crazy to think how life could... Either he was going to do that regardless, no matter where he was at, and somebody else would have got killed somewhere else, or he would have never been in the situation to do all that, and none of this would have occurred. He could have had a full career, and and this woman would still be alive. And it's just crazy how coincidental life always is. You just so happen to draft a guy, he goes to a certain place. Think about O.J. Simpson, you know. O.J. goes to Buffalo. He mur- you know, he meets his wife there, ends up murdering her, goes to trial. His lawyer is a Kardashian. They get famous from that trial, and now we have the Kardashians. Had O.J. Simpson not gone to... Buffalo, we wouldn't have the Kardashians, potentially. That's how crazy life is. That's how crazy, you know, how everything... It's impossible to say that not, that everything doesn't happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Life is all about luck, coincidence. I mean, you, you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that's not true. So, RIP to this woman. Very sad story. And, man, uh, just shitty situation, man. Shitty situation. Um, Let's see. Okay, let's talk about this. So, since we're kind of talking about coincidences and life and just the, the craziness of life, time, things like that, here's something that has been kind of on my mind lately. I'm unbuttoning this. This is uncomfortable. Way more comfortable. So, I don't know if it's just me getting into my age, a certain point of my life, or maybe it is just the world we're living in now, the way the world has been. 
the more information that we're getting in this world. But it is, it's been interesting for me to think about the idea that all of us kind of just abide by these worldly constructs that the world and man, mostly that humanity has imposed upon us. For instance, um, it's just it's just part of the norm, or it's just it's just tradition, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, to work an eight-hour work week, Monday through Friday, and um, you know everybody's got to work. Every, that's just part of society. That's part of the way we do things. You work, you make a living, you pay your bills, you pay your taxes, and what you do after that is basically up to you. But not everything's up to you. You have to work. Just the like the concept of money, the concept of money and the value of money. It's all constructed by man. It's just, the thing that's crazy to me is if everybody in the world, or at least, let's just, let's just narrow it down even further. If everybody in the United States suddenly decided, this is not how we're going to do things. We're going to change how, like, trade is done or how, like, compensation is done we're going to change how the work day is done hell we could just decide that money i guess it's hard for i'm sure there's more science and more like economics behind it than i'm fully aware of of course there is obviously there is but it just seems like we could just easily say okay a dollar is worth a hundred dollars now and like just change the value of the money and we could it's man created money man can change what money means and it's just crazy to think that we just accept this we've just accepted that this is the way it is and this is you know you have to do these certain things school you know, we we must be educated. We have to go 12 years of school. That's the social norm. That's how things are. And that's the way things will be. You don't have to do that. I mean, you can receive education anytime you want. I mean, law. I'm not going to get into specifics with law. But it's like, there's just law that is created by man that we must abide by. And of course, there's like, obvious, like, do not murder that should be punishable by law. But it's like, it's just crazy to think that somebody decided these laws and then we just were born into this world and we're just accept all these constructs that are created by man throughout time and you have to live by these constructs or else you're not a member of society. It's just very interesting to me. I don't know. I think... Um, when I'm working, I'm just like, what's the point? Like, what am I doing here? I'm so much time 
is wasted working to me. You know, I, I waste so much time at work that I could be doing anything else. I could be enjoying my life more because I get off work and I have just this little amount of time to enjoy my life outside of work until I'm back at it again. Or I, I get to take a little bit of time off here and there to enjoy my life and then it's back to work until one day I decide to retire or if someday I get lucky and get some money. And it's like I am trading my time for compensation in order for me to thus live my life according to these other constructs. Like rent. You know, everybody pays rent and somebody else decides how much that rent is. Food. We all got to pay for food. The food is dictated on a certain price based on whatever some other person decided. We didn't decide how much bread was going to cost. Somebody else did. We have to abide by that. Um, I don't know. It, uh, uh, and it's not like these constructs aren't there without purpose or without... Um, without thought involved or meaning, I suppose. It's just... Because, I mean, here's the thing. I could I can sit here and say that. It's like... I still have my own destiny. I can still control my destiny. If my job isn't worth it to me to do... To go do that and spend my time doing that for the compensation that I receive, I can easily decide to go do something else. So, in that, I do have... We all have destiny. We all have... The, f the ability to control our destiny. And it's like, okay, so then I go out and enjoy my time doing other things, but who supplies that enjoyment for me? Other people spending their time doing the, you know, receiving their compensation. So in that, it's like I couldn't go enjoy things and have fun doing things if it weren't for other people spending their time um, to allow me to do those things. So in that, I suppose you, you also have that where it's like, I go do my job to supply somebody else with the means that they need in order for me to go do that elsewhere. It's just interesting to think about, you know, and speaking of wasting time, my God, I've thought about that a lot as well. Time, dude. How much time do we waste on just little things? Time is the most valuable thing that we have, truly. How much time have you wasted just sitting in traffic or sitting at a stoplight? Just think of stoplights themselves. How much time do we waste in our whole lives at stoplights? You could easily say how much time do we waste sleeping, but sleeping is not a waste of time because we require sleep. But it's like, you know, how much, like it's, you could say how much time do we waste at work? How much time do we waste on our phones? The amount of time just wasted sitting here looking at videos or 
I guess you could say it's self-entertainment, but how many times have you been on your phone and put it down and been like, God, I gained nothing from that. There was nothing gained from that. I did not educate myself. Nothing was taught to me. All I got was a little bit of entertainment. And that's it. And now you'll never get back that hour you spent on your phone. Or just, you know, texting some random bitch. Or, or, you know, searching for whatever thing that you want to buy next. It's like so much time wasted that you could be spending writing music or or working on your home or doing whatever you love whatever it is you love spending time with your family any little thing that you love you could spend doing that but we all but we've wasted so much time working uh in the car Doing monotonous daily chores. Ah, man. And it's like, it's not with... It's just... Or standing in line at the fucking grocery store. So much time wasted. And it's like, I get it. These are things you have to do. And not every moment of time can be filled with... Excitement or with... Production or whatever but it's just crazy to think about when you add up all the time wasted it gets to be a lot in the end so think about that next time you're on your phone and next or or rather rather think about the amount of time wasted the next time you feel like you haven't accomplished anything or the next time you feel like you haven't spent enough time with your family or you haven't gotten done that project you've been working on or that you've wanted to get done or that dream that you've been chasing that just hasn't come true yet. Next time you feel that way, remember all the time you wasted doing things that you didn't need to be wasting your time on. And maybe you'll prioritize a little bit better. Tr- now, red lights on the other... You know, I shall say this. The amount of time we've wasted on red lights, yes. But there have been plenty of green lights as well. And without those, if those constructs weren't in place, we'd all be Henry Ruggs. So, there's that. Ah, uh, goddamn. Time. I wish I could go back in time sometimes, you know? Like, I am such a glutton for nostalgia. And of all the time periods that I could go back to, 100%, without a doubt, it's the 90s. The People sleep on the 90s, I swear to God. I was born in the 90s. I didn't really get to experience the 90s, you know? I was a child. By the time it was the year 2000, I was eight, seven or eight. The year 2000, don't get me wrong, was like 
from 2000 to 2010 was not a bad era. That decade was actually pretty good. I will admit that. But the 90s, dude. I look back on like 90s fashion, 90s music, 90s just uh, everything. Then if, if there was one word to describe the 90s, I would say wild. The 90s were wild. Like, look back at 90s decor or 90s, um, like, advertising. Oh, dude. Wild. Like, if you take the lo- a logo from anything in the 90s and compare it to a logo now, so boring. We've gotten so bland. You know what I mean? Like, everything is so simplified. We want simplicity now. Back then, you had to be wild and crazy. Think about, like, a commercial in the 90s. It was always just, like, everything going on. Bonkers shit. Um, 90s fashion was just... It was wild. That's the way I would describe it. It was wild. I mean, yeah, you got some weird shit now when it comes to, like, the Met Gala. But... Basic fashion now is kind of just that, basic. There's nothing really exciting about our fashion today. Nothing. I mean, obviously, I I, I could say there's better decades for fashion. But it's like you had, you know, the peak of pro wrestling in the 90s. Um, MMA was just getting started. If if we're going to get into sports, obviously football was still amazing basketball whatever but it's like think about like yeah like Stone Cold Steve Austin was like the guy in the 90s music was just you had grunge that was the grunge era wild music dude I just god I I really 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 miss the 90s 90s cartoons dude I was just talking with my buddy we were talking about Digimon and I'm pretty sure that was a a 2000s thing. But like that I guess that early 2000s is still pretty cool. Like that's a cool era too. 90s cartoons though some of the best. Man. If I was one decade I could go back and and relive, well 100% would be the 90s. Nobody gave a fuck back then. Like everyone was just it was like the best of I would say it's the best of, like, the 70s where people just didn't give a fuck. Like, it was that don't don't care attitude. Like, 70s, 80s, I should say. And then you had, like, the technology of the 2000s kind of coming into play. Like, it wasn't quite to the 2000s, obviously, but it was all kind of starting to come together. You still had video games, TV, N64... Greatest gaming console of all time. But you had like... You had some technology... But not enough to desensitize us. That's another thing too. Like technology really has like... I don't want to say... I don't want to say ruined... People. It's evolved us... Into a different type of person. I think that's the best way to put it. Technology has definitely evolved us... Into a different... Type of creature. 
less social, or at least in person. More technology involved, obviously. You have this new meta thing coming out where it's going to be this whole virtual reality thing. Who the fuck knows? But it's like everyone's so disconnected. It's like, it's crazy to think we're all connected to this, you know, the internet. You take the internet, we're all connected. (coughs) Bless me. Fucking bless me. Let me start that again because that's going to be a good quote. When it comes to like the internet and technology, we are all very connected. But by being connected to the internet and to the cyber world, we are slowly more and more becoming disconnected with reality. Not just with so we're becoming disconnected socially. We're becoming disconnected to reality as a whole. That's become very fucking clear based on all the insanity that's ensued over the last decade or so. And it's like, it's, I would say technology and the internet and all this is the biggest blessing and the biggest curse. Yes, we have infinite knowledge. We have, we have the world's library in our palm. We have access to ultimate information, ultimate communication, but it's disconnecting us to reality. And I wouldn't call it, I mean, it's hard because I feel like that's not my world, that I, that my personality, that my being lives in. That's not the, the world I want. So therefore, I feel more comfortable being in a decade be, behind us. I would rather live in the 90s or the 80s or the 20s or whatever. A world where reality is the only thing. And it's like, it's just it's just evolution, really. Like, we're just evolving into... Think about time, really. Think about, like, 500 years ago, okay? 500 years ago. That doesn't seem, like, very long, correct? 500 years ago was the Dark Ages. These were literally the medieval times. Think about Game of Thrones. Think about, like, horses castles built you know that shit that is legitimately 500 years ago doesn't seem like that long ago right if you take 500 years ago where we were then to where we are now jesus christ it is a fucking whole different world and that is so insignificant of time and it's just crazy to think about like just how how think about what a hundred years from now will look like a hundred years ago from from where we are now a hundred years ago what okay we just got out like we're in the middle we're between World War one and World War two the 20s prohibition so we have vehicles we have you know plumbing things like that. We have, I, I don't even think we have television yet in the 20s. Like, television hasn't even been around for 100 years. And we're just, technology is so rapidly growing that it really is a matter of time before we are virtual. 
like the 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 show the movie the matrix is gonna be real fucking ready player one that's going to be reality one day it's only a matter of time and really you just gotta look at it as evolution we're only evolving into that rather than like granted like i said that's not the world i necessarily feel like i'm comfortable living in but you just have to evolve Cheers to the 90s, though. We we always have that. Um, a little more time here, I guess. Let me let me close with this, okay? Here's something I've been thinking about as well. I'm kind of a person who wants to do so many things. You know, I really want to be interested in a lot of things I want to and and I don't know if this is if you're like this too if you're somebody who's like this but I am somebody who wants to be involved in so many different areas of the world you know I would like to be politically knowledgeable so I could have conversations with people I would like to you know um I don't know be more interested in mechanics and cars and things like that there's things that intrigue me but don't interest me enough to actually get involved with these things sometimes i try my my hand at certain things or like i just want so badly to be involved let's just let's break it down this way there's certain you know i want to watch every movie like so many people recommend different shows different movies things like that and it's like some things interest me and some things don't and it's like, okay, let's take, for example, Squid Games. The Squid Games came out. I haven't seen it. You know why I haven't seen it? I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. It's not of my interest. And it's like, I'm only going to watch things that I care about. And I've struggled with this for a long time. And I feel like this is something I should be mostly speaking to younger people about. And I'll say it this way. Know the things that you're interested in and do that. Don't worry about trying to dip your toe into everything that kind of interests you. Know the things you enjoy and dive into that. You know what I mean? Know your lane. Know who you are. Really get to know yourself. Like, here's the thing. I know that I don't give a fuck about politics i will never be involved in politics i will never run for any kind of office i just don't care now is that going to stop me from like being informed about certain things that are going on politically no but i'm not going to like devote my life to it or i'm not going to like waste my time here's another that's where we come back we're going to come full, full circle with this and say it's a waste of time it's a waste of time to try and just Involve yourself with things that aren't your interest. I have accepted the fact that I am a huge sports fan. So that's what I'm going to be involved with. I'm going to talk about sports. I'm going to watch sports. That's what I'm interested in. I don't give a fuck about Dancing with the Stars or Squid Games or all this shit. You know, I don't, I don't need to consume things I don't care about. 
Um, music, you know, obviously I'm very passionate about music. I'm going to devote myself to that. I'm going to focus more on that, you know, be focused in on that. That's something I'm passionate about. That's something I'm interested in. Like, there's, you don't, not everybody has to know everything about everything. Or not everybody has to be interested in everything. And so on that same note, if somebody's not interested in the things that you're not in, that you are interested in, that doesn't make them a bad person or somebody that is unlikable. That's just not their lane. You can be comfortable and knowledgeable in your lane and they can be comfortable and knowledgeable in their lane. So that's what I'll leave you with today. Stick to your lane. Know who you are as a person. Know what you enjoy and do that. And your life will forever be filled with completion because you're only filling your life with things that you enjoy. Now, on the same note, I do want to say this. Don't discourage yourself from trying new things. Obviously, if you're going to try something that you're interested, you're obviously interested in it. So it still kind of goes with what I'm saying. So, yeah. We'll end with that. Thank you very much for joining me this week. I always appreciate it. Go fucking subscribe. Subscri- smash that like button. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. Share this episode. Tell all your friends. Tell all your pals. Tell that fella. Tell this fella. Tell that lass. We're going to knock it out of the park, you know. This is the number one podcast. We're going to make it the number one podcast. You got that champ here telling you. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Enjoy your week. Thank you so much. I appreciate you very, very much. And don't forget, Luisa Garden. Dig it.